Okay, so welcome to our end of year show, our top five show. Not quite sure what we're going to call it. Something. I don't know. That's a bit too long-winded for my liking. Yeah. I, our prob- top five, but we didn't really think it through. So here's our list. A bonus episode, the two dot things. Shoot a hostage. <laughs> bonus 2023, favorite top fives of the year. Open That's still brackets. too long. That's still way too long. What was the, what were the brackets? I don't know. Listen, by the time this goes out, <laughs> we're going to have already known what to call the episode. So that's a moot point. This is immaterial. We'll figure that out later. Good. Okay. What, what we're here to do is, <laughs> is talk about our top fives of 2023. Cool. Um, <laughs> are you ready for that? Um, About as ready as I'm going to be. Yes. Okay. I, I agonized over this list. Oh, me too. So <laughs> we're going to do our individual top fives. Yep. We're going to try and do a combined top five list. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tricky. That's going to... That might involve arguments (laughs) i think it might involve some coin tossing okay uh or monkey toss i don't know what that is it's exactly how it sounds i don't want to toss toss a monkey we don't have a monkey but we can improvise (laughs) we can find something else to replace said monkey um yes we're going to come up with a combined top five and then we're going to talk about some of our friends and listeners top fives and then just have a bit of a loose fun chat about the movies of 2023 maybe we'll mention some of the worst ones Open brackets, expend four balls, close brackets. You son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this. Okay, so... Let's just start with talking about the year as a whole. Okay. A lot of people online have said that they think this has been a really good year for film. I disagree. I think there have been some real highlights, but on the whole, a lot of stuff has been very mediocre. I think for me, the first six months was a bit of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. And I remember getting to like May or something and thinking, wow, like this is a this not is a great year. There was a couple of good ones that maybe would have made my top fives, but there was nothing, nothing got over a four and a half for me until uh, definitely the later part of 2023. So it was the, f- the first half of the year, certainly I was like, oh man, what? I'm not loving this year. Yeah, man. Um, it was ropey. I would also say... Uh, that did change, obviously, but yeah. I, w- I would say horror has been not great this year. It's not been fantastic, especially as far as um, cinema releases go. Yes. Some streaming stuff might get more of a look in. Yes. We'll get to that. But uh, um, but yeah, cinema, I mean, the only notable one I can really think of is Talk To Me. Talk To Me. Yeah. Talk To Me. Well, um, there was a scream out. There was a scream out. I always forget. Um, like, uh, I think there's been a scream out every year for the last two years. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> just immediately, as soon as I started saying that, <laughs> I regretted where I was going. Um, but there's been two scream movies out in quick succession. I've yeah. forgotten which one's which and when they came out. But yeah, one came out less than a year ago, I guess. Which Look, I'm not the biggest fan of the Scream franchise beyond the first movie. I think the first one was an absolute game changer. But the rest of them are just like, eh. Fine. Scream oh, 2's alright. I think, yeah, I quite enjoy them. For, for, I'm not a huge I enjoy them. person, but I think they're alright. You know. Look, don't get me wrong, I, I enjoy them. them, but I don't think they're like, oh my god, I must tell everybody I know to yeah. go and watch this film. And I felt much the same way about Scream 6. Yeah. Um, and as far as Scream 7, who knows if that's even going to come to pass after some drama that happened this year. I It will definitely come to pass because yeah. money. I obviously the, the the key two people I forget their names 
<laughs> Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. Right. Okay. They're obviously not going to be in it. Nope. They they screwed up negotiations with um Neve Sydney, Campbell. Neve Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney Prescott. Oh my god. Well, you were half. You were halfway there. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's hard. I would love for them to go go back to Neve Campbell with their towels between their legs and go, please. And she goes, yes, fifty million dollars, and I'll be in it. I want that to happen, but her to go, nope. <laughs> That you also, had your chance. That also would be quite satisfying. Um, but in all reality, they'll find another way to do it. I, they're going to bring back... Um, old, who's the guy that does the Bruce Willis impressions that's in the Tremors movies? Randy? Oh, God. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. They're going to bring him back and say, didn't really die in that van. He's alive. Oh, and he's we'll orchestrated the whole thing. Dying. Or like... I don't know. He's been secretly guiding everyone through every. Like, I'm amazed that character's not been back yet. Look, all I'm going to say is we've talked far too much already about a film that's not on either one of our lists. <laughs> oh my God. This is going to be, if we talk about every this movie, this is going to be six out, hours this, long. Yeah. Open a beer for this. <laughs> beer me. So, interesting year. Definitely not, interesting. Not a great start, stronger finish. Not great for horror overall, but a couple of a couple notable bangers. releases. Yeah. 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 For, okay. What, Another what, important what, what? point before we go into our top fives. Go on. How spoilery are we planning on being? Uh, what, for the movies we talk about? Yeah. Because we've reviewed them on the Patreon that's for the a, most part. That's a good point. I think if things have come out within a year, it's probably still not fair game. So let's try and hold back on spoilers. Let's try and hold back on spoilers. And if we think we're going to spoil it, let's say we'll spoiler, it. skip forward yeah. a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, let's try and keep it spoiler light, I guess. Okay. We don't need to go into too much detail. Shall we uh, Shall we get into our top five then? Yes. Are, are we done with 2023 movies? I'm very done with Because we're going to talk quite a lot I'm about I'm done with them. 2023 as a whole. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There's a few days to go now. But um, nearly 2024. Yes. But uh, all right, let's get into our top five then. So what we're going to do is I've got my own top five of the year. You've got your own top five of the year. Yep. I'm going to say my number five. And then you're going to say, if you've got it, we're going to talk about it when it comes up in your list. Yep. Or if you don't have it, I'm going to talk about it a little bit and why it's in my list. Mm -hmm. We don't need to go into the minutiae and extreme detail on that. And then once we've done that, we're going to try and do a combined top five list. There's a podcast I used, used to listen to called The Top Ten Show. And they, they each had their own individual top tens of a given subject. Mm -hmm. And then they would do a combined one. I wouldn't say we're copying them, but we are copying <laughs> But sort them. of. We are copying <laughs> But they don't, they, they don't release episodes anymore. So it's fair game. And we're doing it five. It's completely different. It's five. We're doing five movies, not ten. Okay. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So... We, but... We've also had a stab at what the other person's Ooh. top five would be, and we've swapped our guesses. Good point, yeah. And we're going to get to that afterwards. We've both written down separately yes. what we think the other's top five is going to be, uh -huh. and we've folded them in bits of paper <laughs> and put them in our pockets and swapped them. Yeah. Mine's yeah. not in a pocket, should it be? Mine's not in a pocket either. <laughs> Don't break the illusion. <laughs> right. Top five. Okay, so I'll I'll go first, shall I? Yes, please. So in my number five spot, and this was tough. Oh, the whole number thing was like it was. It, it's been so difficult. I genuinely have agonised over this whole list. Me too. But I feel like for me, my top three were way easier than were four they? and five. Yeah. Okay. Because there's a few that could have been in there. I'm I'm pretty used to doing like a top five of the year. 
from like I've been podcasting for over a decade at this point. Yeah. But I've never had to do them in any sort of order. That's been the hard part. Oh, really? So yeah. you just like mentioned the ones that, are, yeah, that, just that you loved. And, in no particular yeah, order. Yeah, got you. Yeah, ranking is, I don't. That's harder. I enjoy to rank a thing. <laughs> Do you? But I, I love a good rank, mate. <laughs> love it. I'm a big ranker. They call me a big ranker. That's I've what, heard that. I think that's what they're saying. Danny's a right ranker. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do love to rank, but it's a bit arbitrary and a bit fucking, yeah. a bit of a trap, isn't it? Like, it doesn't really mean anything. So take it with a pinch of salt, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, like, but it, <laughs> okay. it's personal. I've had a bit of fun with my list as well, and I've done one thing that which may annoy you. Oh, no. Um, it's not alphabetized, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my order is alphabetical, <laughs> not in number of preference. Okay, so should I do my number five? Do number five. Okay. Theatre camp. Okay. Did you expect that one? Well, we'll find out, won't we? Okay. Well, that's true, actually, yeah. It's not on my list. Okay. Oh, so it's not on your list, so we can talk no. about it now? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think this one came out in the summer. Towards the end of the summer, yeah. Yeah. It we, was kind of a bit of a sleeper one. It was. It's not... I don't think it was something I was tremendously excited about. I was. After seeing the trailers, I was like, this, this looks right up my street. Okay. So I was surprised that you got as much out of it as you did. I... Uh, I don't. I definitely didn't know that it was coming out until the trailer, and then I don't have any huge memory of seeing the trailer. Although we probably saw it seventeen Several, times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I tend to s sort of switch off on those now. But I don't remember thinking oh, I'm really excited for this one. But when when we sat down to watch it, I just I had so much fun, and I think it's probably the most that I've laughed in a movie. Yeah. This year, consistently, every few minutes there's another gag. I'm really looking forward to to watching it again it's it was a breezy 90 that you might find some consistency with my list a lot of them are about <laughs> 90 minutes okay um actually that's not true but we'll get to number four in a minute oh, no. um yeah i just had a lot of fun with it I, it took me by total surprise i loved the experience of watching it it made me laugh so much really looking forward to seeing it again and also just i don't know it was it was quite for me I enjoyed it on an emotional level as well. Like it got to the end and I thought, oh, this is good. Like the underdog story and all of that stuff kind of. You do like an underdog story, don't you? I do like an underdog story. So it, that also took me by surprise a little bit. Made me laugh, made me do a a light weep, I would say. Did you? A, a small tear. Oh. Not a big cry because uh, <laughs> no, I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy <laughs> that doesn't do a big cry because that's not good, is it? No, it made me do a little cry and I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and I think it deserves to be on my top five. So that's my number five. Theatre camp. Theatre camp. Theater okay. Camp. Um, yeah, good choice. Good choice. Thank you very much. Um, my number five. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not on your list. Mm. It's Saltburn. Okay. <laughs> the look on your face <laughs> suggests you weren't anticipating that. I, it did cross my mind. Okay. But, and I, I'm denied... Mm, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Tell me about Saltburn. So, obviously, I loved Promising Young Woman. Yeah. So, since that came out, I've been kind of chomping at the bit to see what Emerald Fennell does next. And I was not disappointed. It's weird because the most I've seen talked about this is on TikTok. Gen Z have gone insane over this film mm. for reasons which I don't want to go into because it's probably considered Spoiler too spoilery. Yes. What I will say is I think the performances were just next level. It was kind of equal parts, really fucking fun, 
and camp in terms of like the soundtrack and the visuals. It looked stunning. Would you say Sophie Ellis Baxter's camp? Yes. Okay. Murder on the dance floor. It's murder on the dance floor. That's so camp. Um, but also equal parts really fucking dark. Mm. Um, and it it surpassed my expectations because the trailer didn't give away much about the the contents of the story itself. Um, there were there were things about it that I didn't like. Don't get me wrong; I don't think it's a perfect film. But I went to see it twice at the cinema, and it stood up just as well to a second viewing. Okay. Um, so I mean, Barry Keoghan is probably like he's working his way up to being one of my favorite actors at this point. Yeah, he's so good. He's ba- always he was the good. Best thing in Banshees of Inner Sharon and Killing that, of a Sacred Deer. Killing of a Sacred Deer is fantastic in i didn't love eternals but his and i want to say lauren ridloff's chemistry was insane yep. i loved those two characters they made it for me yep. um he's great in everything calm with horses loads of stuff he's just everybody's favorite weird little dude and yep. quite rightly agreed and he was really great in that and i agree with you that everyone all of the cast were brilliant in that movie rosamund pike had, deserves a shout out as Rosamund well pike richard e grant he was fun, um, yeah. I don't think we mentioned it when we reviewed that, even uh, Kerry Mulligan, but she's not no. in it a lot. But she's, she's memorable. She's memorable. Yeah. And just all of the cast in that really gripped me. The f- I think I said in a, in a show, maybe the first half I really loved and I had my own thoughts and feelings on that. It's not on my top five, obviously. I figured. So I'm talking about <laughs> it now. But I didn't love it. Um, but I was very excited to to see it, and it could be for me maybe one of those that I enjoy a little bit more on a rewatch. Now you know what I had, to expect. I, I had a lot of expectation coming off of the back of Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. It's a very different beast. Uh, the trailer was unusual, but just the name Emerald Fennell, I was like, I'm in whatever. Like I don't mm-hmm. care what it is, I'm in. So I was maybe a little bit disappointed or let down. Um, but it looked amazing. The performances were great. I, uh, I was a big fan of the setting as well. Like I, I have such a love for like literary gothic style stuff. Mm. And this was kind of tangential to that kind of thing. But I mean, for, for the setting anyway, and actually the structure of the story. So I'm just, yeah, I'm a big fan. I don't think it has like any sort of big message. It's not trying to say anything besides maybe some kind of classist commentary yeah um but even then i think you could just sort of enjoy it as a bit of a weird darkly comic psychodrama yeah it does feel like one of those just enjoy the ride type of thing yeah and i think so it's it was as i say it was done super super well um but yeah that's so that made it into your top it five. did oh, yeah no <laughs> okay <laughs> see i'm not a pre- i'm not as predictable as you think i am no are oh, you agonized i bet i'm almost right I bet all of our like our guesses for each other. I bet they're almost right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I bet there are considerations. Probably. Okay then. So shall I do my number four? If you're done with mm-hmm. Saltburn, I think you might get the guess this one. It's not going to be in your list. Okay. <laughs> my number four is Gran Turismo. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on my list. You are correct. <laughs> but another film with uh, Archie Medequi. Oh, yeah. There's strong. a connecting line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, God, is that? I just, I've just looked him up on Letterboxd. Um, obviously, he was in Midsummer, mm-hmm. but three movies this year: Bo's Afraid, Saltburn, and Grand. He's Trismo. in Bo's Afraid as well. Yeah, apparently. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that until just now. He's having a good year then. Yeah, yeah, great year. But um, firstly, Grand Turismo. So. <laughs> Look, 
if nothing else, you come from sometimes you come for sometimes wildly different opinions between us two. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there are sometimes there there are genres of films that you love. Yeah. And there are genres of films that I love, and a genre that really I will watch anything, no matter what, is Cars. Is that a genre? Cars is a genre. (laughs) It is now. It is. Car chases, um, car racing. Like I thought about this before, how to categorize if we were to do, for example, a season of car movies. Oh, God, you're already scheming on it, aren't you? Yeah, well, you could do racing, you could do car chases, (laughs) that's my point. But if there's a a fast cars in it, Dan's buying the ticket, maybe. (laughs) He is there. And also, given that I'm a huge fan of Gran Turismo. And sim racing in general. And sim racing in general. This had me written all over it. And directed by Neil Blomkamp. And I keep forgetting that. Right? Oh, my God. You think uh, District 9, amazing, top 10 sci-fi of all time, contender? Ooh. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, a couple of films Some after other stuff. that. <laughs> Huh? Some other stuff that you also did. <laughs> Some other stuff. Yeah, I, I like Chappie more than most, but I can understand why people don't don't love that movie. And Elysium was a m- film more interesting in concept. <laughs> yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, he only did a possession thing, didn't he? Demonic, maybe, or yeah, something. Uh, something, something. But he's been sort of off the radar for a little bit and promising to do Aliens yeah. 2.5. And I think he was attached to a Robocop reboot for a while. Oh, wow. And okay. I just think Neil Blomkamp, the aesthetic that he produces suits those worlds very, very well. And I was super excited for what he would have brought to it. Mm-hmm. But as other movies came out, I got less excited by his name and unfortunately got less excited for the stuff that he was going to make. So when he was attached to Gran Turismo, I, I kind of was of two minds like, ah, oh, yeah, that could be great. But also, really? And it didn't seem to quite match. But I think the racing stuff in Gran Turismo was was done super, super well. And it's very, very corny. It's very mm-hmm. cheesy. But it again, it's an underdog story. Here we go again. Are you seeing a theme here? Yeah. So it had that going for me. It had the car stuff. David Harbour was great. Uh, yes, I'm a fan of David Harbour. Maybe would have recast um, Olive. Olive. What's his name? Orlando Olive. Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Olive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't love his character. He's a bit smarmy and stuff. Yeah. But it's on American Netflix now. So I, might, mm. I was hoping to get a rewatch before we did our list, actually, just to make sure that it would definitely be in my top five. But I ran out of time. So it's going to go in there. Okay. Right, number four. Number four. Gran Turismo. So. What's your number four? My number four is a film I am also very, very confident that's not going to make it into your list. It's Past Lives. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's not in my list. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely correct. Surprise, surprise. Um, okay, Past Lives. Tell me about it. So I saw the trailer, didn't really know what to expect, but I'm a big fan of Korean movies. And this was sort of half a Korean movie, half an American movie. Mm. I just have always been a fan of films that are primarily character-based. I don't need a lot to happen to be engaged. I just need the characters to be good and the writing to be good. Um, And this had both, to my mind. It was so grounded. It was such a a kind of simple but beautifully told story. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. But I don't know. I, I connected with the main character 
on multiple levels. I think it was just beautifully acted. It looked incredible as well. And um, I want to say it was directed by Celine Song. And it was a first feature, which blows me away. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited to see what she does next. Yeah. It was... Listen, it's not my top five, obviously. It was... I thought it was super well done. The... It was very grounded. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful in places, really well done. And I, I can see why you would have it on your top five. I Did I love it? No. <laughs> but I think that's more... Personal uh, taste. Yeah, a personal taste. Um, there was like a, the, the, the central... Obviously, we're not going to spoil anything here, but the central thing running through that was definitely a, a kind of remembrance to a past... Uh, and connecting with something in your past, and, and also it kind asking, of running through, and yeah, you never really stop thinking about it. But also asking the what if. Yeah, it's it was interesting. Yeah, it's not a story I've seen told in that way before, and again, it's one I went to see twice at the cinema, and oh, it you went made to see me that twice. Cry, yeah, I went to see yeah. it on my own the first time. Right, okay. Second time I dragged you. <laughs> you did, you did, and I'm glad that I saw it and. Do you know what? Maybe the 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 most interesting, or one of the most interesting things about it was that the characters were uh, they felt like real characters. Like um, there was three main people, mm-hmm. and it, there's certain dynamics between them all that you think maybe a different movie would have played on certain tropes and stereotypes or contrivances, not stereotypes, but yeah, contrivances yeah. that you would think a character might act in a way that you think, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that. It was very. I couldn't have guessed where it was going. It was just super understated and emotional and just yeah. beautiful. It, it kind of just felt like a fly on the wall almost. Yeah. Like, let's look at this scenario over this course of time. Mm-hmm. So it was It was certainly interesting, yeah. I loved it. Good. I'm really glad that you liked it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was pretty obvious that was going to be in your top one, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not revealing anything. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So if we're done with your four, should we move on to my three? Okay. We're moving into horror territory. Here. <gasps> okay. So my number three, I think this is going to be on your, li- your list when evil lurks. Yeah. As Silla Black would say, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Of course it's on my list. Of course. Yeah, what it was the best horror movie released this year? I, I you thrown me. I just going on Letterbox to, to type in when evil lurks so I can get the information there, and I typed in surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> the silver black story. <laughs> I cannot do more than one thing at the same time. Yeah, when evil lurks again. N- not long been out. Uh, October, maybe. Do you want to know where that lands on my list? Do I tell you what number that is? No. Okay. Oh, so it's definitely on your list. It is on my list. Of course it's on my list. So it's, yeah, no, you've said that, but what I forgot is, is it- It's in the top three. higher. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that yet then. (laughs) So let's go to your number three. My number three is, um, so this, ooh, this squeaked in. It squeaked in. It squeaked Did in. It? Yeah. You should go to the doctor for that. <laughs> well, I figured that would give you a, an immediate clue as to what it is. It squeaked in. It squeaked just. in. Something about a mouse. No, no, no. Uh, it just got in there. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Godzilla. <laughs> See, you knew. It's Godzilla minus one. <laughs> yes. 
I know, again, you didn't get as much out of this as I did, but I'm such a sucker for a monster movie. I love a good creature feature and mm. we don't get enough of them. And this was thrilling. I was on the edge of my seat, genuinely, like nail biting. And I know you sort of in the in the review that we did on Patreon, you you had some criticisms about kind of being a bit too predictable and maybe a bit repetitive. Um, couldn't disagree more. Mm. I'll be honest. I was genuinely so engaged, so tense. The human drama involved me, like it, it was so compelling. Um, the setting kind of just post-war was really interesting. And for a 15 million dollar movie. It looked insane. Mm. It looked gorgeous. And it's probably one of my favorite iterations of Godzilla that I've seen. Obviously, I haven't seen all of them. Uh, have you seen the Emmerich one? Yeah, of course. Okay. I saw that at the cinema. Yeah. So it's better than that one, do you think? Yeah. Okay. By a country mile. <laughs> of course. I mean, this one didn't have Hank Azaria, but still. No, or Jean Reno. <laughs> yeah. Driving a car or something. <laughs> Yeah, we talked. We went into great detail on this on our Patreon show. We did, um, or, and I don't want to do that again well, because I don't want to spoil it. It's no, so we're, new. We're not gonna. We did a spoiler show, so go and check that out if you like. But um, yeah, to keep it spoiler light, basically my thoughts boil down to super well done, mm -hmm. really interesting setting, really like not seen that done before with Godzilla but... in terms of characters <laughs> interaction, but then becomes a giant monster movie. Well, yeah, of course. I know. There's I only know. so much you can do, and I understand why that's not for everybody. But yeah. and uh, it's sure as shit for me. And and uh, and it, I think for me, it just sort of ended up being a bit cheesy. But I did want to. In that, I would say more than any other movie this year, that one I really wanted to find a positive because I came out of it like, yeah, uh, not I didn't love it. it was, yeah. But I really wanted to find a positive in it, so I made a really conscious. Uh, conscious effort to try and talk about the good stuff in that because a lot of people really rate that movie yeah it's and gone over really well you mentioned the budget for 15 million it looks incredible and it was you that told me what the budget was and when you told me i thought you were mistaken i genuinely thought there's no so way I. when i was like the budget was 15 million you went was it and i was like i'm not be. sure let's look it up yeah <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, what they did with that budget was insane. It doesn't look like a 15 million movie. No. Um, when you consider what else has come out this year, like Indy 5 had a $300 million budget and the de-aging stuff every time Harrison Ford moved yeah. was dreck. Fast. This looked gorgeous. Yeah. It looked way better than a lot of movies that have come out this year with yeah. 10x budgets, mm -hmm. 20x budgets in some cases, as you say good movie it was a good movie i enjoyed it ish um <laughs> but i just it got a bit too cheesy for me uh yeah so i mean the sentimentality doesn't always work for me but i embraced it here yeah good i'm glad that you enjoyed it i probably won't watch it again. <laughs> that's fair enough um okay so that was what what number was that that for was you? my three that was your number three so oh we're all oh, oh. <laughs> Top two. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> right. So my number two. Yeah. I you might get this. Um so my number two is dumb money. Okay, yeah. I I know you loved this, yeah. I did really, really enjoy it. It's um I believe it's on our Curzon Home Cinema app at the moment. And again, would love to have had the chance to give it a rewatch just to make sure it's cemented in there for my top top five top two top two <laughs> but i really really enjoyed this again 
comedy. It's one of those uh, Mark Mode calls them the biopics with biopics. The kind of yeah, where yeah. it's set with the the trading stuff and the market stuff. And it's super recent. It's obviously got the kind of the pandemic sort of contextually mm-hmm. in there, but not really. It's more of part of the fabric. Uh, and the reality of what's going on in in this world, and I just I thought Paul Dano was uh, amazing. He's surprisingly versatile, actually. He's great. I look. I've always known he was a good actor, but I think I underestimated just how versatile of an actor he was until this year, perhaps. Yeah, I I guess so because he's always, I guess for the certainly the early part of his career, and I'm thinking like prisoners. Or he's, he's the. We could or, go even earlier. LIE. LIE. Long Island Expressway. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, he was very young in that. Was he an odd dude in that? Um, he's always a little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby Sparks, all sorts. He's he's done it all. There will be blood. Yeah. Um, the King. Yeah. A lot, a lot Am of... I just naming films you've never heard of? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me, I'm going the, the Batman. <laughs> Mr. Batman. Yeah. Uh, the Fablemans. I didn't love that. No. Um, Looper, he was in Looper. Okay, he's done a he's done a bunch of stuff. Swiss Army Man, he's yeah, he's great in Ogja. I love him in Ogja. He's great in that too. Yeah, I loved him in this. I thought he was very very funny. Um, your your mate Pete Davison's in it. Not a lot. Uh, maybe my one criticism would be we could have used him a bit more. Maybe in the more movie, Pete. more Pete. Yeah, and I just thought it was a very interesting, really well done story about that particular thing that happened. And uh, yeah, I just enjoyed it. I just had fun with it. It's funny. Can I say something vaguely critical? It's not really a criticism, but what you just said about monster movies is how I feel about these like biopics. Yeah. In that they're all quite formulaic. Well, not quite. They're they're all very formulaic. Well, they work too well. They have formula. the like. Let's introduce everyone. Yeah. There's a struggle, and then we all do our thing, and everyone gets paid. And there's either a good ending or a bad ending. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel very much the same way about those as you do about monster movies Mm. in that I don't dislike them, but I think the, the, the mere fact that there is such a strict formula maybe presents a bit of an obstacle for me to get truly connected. I did really enjoy it though. Don't get me wrong. I think, Um, I think, I I think the whole cast was great as well. Like Shailene Woodley, Clancy Brown. Didn't even mention Clancy Brown, man. Clancy Brown, Seth, Seth Rogen, Rogen was in it. Um, Nick Offerman. Vincent D'Onofrio was yeah. in there. Some really fun, fun faces. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. I, I think for me, those movies, you, you have a bit of a, a space for comedy in them. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy them when they utilize that, a la the big short. Um, yeah. That, the, the, the asteroid one that everyone hated that I really liked. I can't the asteroid one? Yeah, don't look up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that too. Yeah, that's obviously about a disaster and slightly different, but it's kind of in the same vein, satirical. Um, Yeah, I guess so. So when there's space for comedy in these movies, and it's good and it's done well, I enjoy that a lot. Um, But even when it's not, if it's like Steve Jobs, where it's just an interesting performance or... I don't know. I always say like Steve Jobs to me feels like an action movie, but with words. I know you don't love it. But um, it's all right. But yeah, no, that's how I feel about some of these movies. You could, they can be done really well or really poorly, I guess. Um, I never saw that. Um, who's that? Who's the dude? The dude. Um, the dude. The dude 
Where's My Car, but not Stifler, the other one. Ashton who, Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he did a Steve Jobs movie, didn't he? Yeah. Never saw that one. But <laughs> I, that's probably not great. Um, but yeah, go, going way off topic here, I, I love Dumb Money. I had a lot of time for it. I really wish I'd gotten a chance to see it again because I, I really want to reevaluate it. But I really enjoyed it. First time watching it, loved it. So it's got to be in there. I think at the time when we recorded our Patreon episode, I was like, right, this is my this is my favorite movie of the year. So, okay, yeah, my number two, Dumb Money. I know what your number one is. I know you. Know what <laughs> number one is. I know what your number two is. Do you? Yeah. My number two is Bottoms. <laughs> and your face suggests you don't know what my number two is. <laughs> Yeah. 2023, yeah? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you look so confused and All I right, know exactly okay. <laughs> why. I know why. You've you've played some fucking tricks on me. Haven't I haven't you? played tricks. I told you I agonized over this list. It's trickery go. Bottoms is your number two. Yes. I loved it. Okay. Go for it. I mean, let's let's talk about bottoms. I mean, it's a kind of dark comedy, anarchic movie about two lesbians who start a fight club in order to hook up with cheerleaders well when you say it like that yeah it's got my name written all yeah. fucking over it right yeah that's my jam um i don't know there was just something about it that felt nostalgic to me like it felt it really called back to those movies that i loved in the the late 90s early 2000s like but i'm a cheerleader and drop dead gorgeous yeah it's exactly that sort of humour, saved even. I don't know, man. I'm a sucker for films like this. Mm. And I know you didn't laugh much, but I thought it was a fucking riot. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, Ao Edebri, I want to say, and Rachel Senot, I think, were the two leads, who are cropping up in shitloads. Yeah. And they're both so talented. Rachel Sennett was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And Shiver Baby. We, we watched Shiver Baby, yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember her in that. And um, and Ao is in basically everything. She's in The Bear. Spider-Man. She was in Theatre Camp. Turtles. Th- Theatre Camp, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. She has popped up She's a lot. She's working a lot at the moment, and quite rightly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I just thought it was so much fun. It was a real flashback to the sort of films I would have really loved 20 years ago. Yeah. And I don't know, it spoke to me. <laughs> I'm just really happy that this generation have those films to look at as well. Yeah. I'm glad that sort of anarchic weirdness is continuing. I Yeah, I, it was, um, I don't know if, if maybe, uh, maybe I was just wasn't in the mood for it, but there was a weird, I didn't quite get what it was. I didn't. The oh, tone it's very felt absurdist. off to like, me. Yeah, it's because, not. It doesn't take place in any sort of reality that we know. But I, but that's what I was unsure of. I, I think for parts of it, I was thinking, is this meant to be a reflection of reality? And then sometimes it would be super absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it wasn't. It didn't. Maybe it didn't go far enough for the absurdity for me. Oh, hard disagree. Yeah, hard. I mean, disagree. it was pretty crazy when I think about that <laughs> third act particularly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and breezy. It was really short as well. But I, mm-hmm. I just looked up the runtime on Letterboxd, ninety odd minutes. But I seem to m- remember thinking I quite dragged a bit for me. That's shocking to yeah. me. Yeah, I enjoyed every last minute of it. Good, uh, and like a lot of people enjoyed it too. Yeah, I'm definitely wrong. Loads of people liked it. Well, no, neither of us are wrong. It seems That's like not how opinions work. <laughs> well, sometimes it is. <laughs> 
well, well, we'll argue it out. We're going to duke it out for a joint top yeah, five. Yeah, we're going to so. have to, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, my. This is going to be interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be difficult. <gasps> <laughs> I knew there was going to be very little crossover. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I thought there would be more crossover, I'm being honest. No, I knew there wouldn't be. <laughs> right. So Bottoms is your number two. It is. Okay. Are you ready for my number one then? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you my number one. Listen, you know what it is, right? Of course I do. Well, what is it then? Blackberry. Yeah, it's Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> yeah. And Blackberry's got two R's, as I've just discovered. Um, yeah, d- directed by Matt Johnson. This Maybe this came out in the States last year? It or... took a long time to, to reach us for some S- reason. Certainly yeah. long before we got it, because yeah. we got it in, again, maybe October time. Yeah, we saw the trailer a long time ago, it feels like. Yeah. Um, And it it, it had been long enough ago that I'd assumed we wouldn't be getting any sort of cinematic release. Yeah. But we did. But we did. It arrived at the cinema and couldn't wait to go and see it. Super excited. Glenn Howerton. Yes. Always sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) Um, Just an exceptionally great comic actor. Jay Baruchel. I've always been a fan of Jay Baruchel. He seems yeah. sound. And and directed by um, Matt Johnson, who I wasn't familiar with. I've se- I wasn't when I was watching it, and then I looked him up after the fact and realised I have actually seen The Dirties, which he What's starred that? in and co-wrote. What's maybe that, a show? Directed? No, it was a film. Okay. It's a film. Quite a dark film. The Dirties? The Dirties. It's a bit dirty. Yeah. Dutty. Dut, dut, dutty, yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking about Sean Paul. I no, wanted to I talk don't. about Sean Paul the other night, weren't we? <laughs> um, yeah, so Matt Johnson, it was directed by Matt Johnson. And and he was in it. He was in it as well. And I don't think I knew that at the time. I just remember seeing this Doug character and he was very, very funny. He Yeah, he stole a lot of the scenes that he was in. <laughs> he was he had this this thing where he was just sort of clueless but harmless. Yeah, and it well, was just well-meaning. Really well-meaning fun. And um, the conflict with Jay Baruchel, what he's wants, what he wants to do with the BlackBerry product, his conflict there was really interesting. And Glenn Howerton just came in, and I, w- I, w- I would say sort of came in and stole the show. But they all three of them did su- super brilliant stuff in that. I think it was a pretty impressive triple header, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like Glenn Howerton is so talented when it comes to comic timing and the delivery of his lines, but I think the others sort of matched him. I yeah, I think. It's one of those where take one of those out of the equation and it's not and the whole quite thing falls as down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a bit of a paper straw like a house situation, of cards. house of straws. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not to say you could take one of them out, and I still think it would be a good, enjoyable yeah, movie, but, but it wouldn't be the same. The, the trifecta of those, and it's interesting that that Jay got less of the comedy stuff. He yeah. had to be more of a kind of. Understated straight man. Yeah. Kind of felt like he was going with the flow, but 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 also he has his own things that he's not necessarily vocalizing. It's super hard to talk about it without (laughs) it being spoilery. I'm glad I didn't know the story of the Blackberry going in. Like it was all new to me. But but like you were saying earlier, a lot of these things they follow the same trajectory. And this one did too. Yeah. There's always and these things, they're usually in the public knowledge anyway, so you kind of roughly know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the, the the little differences that that, that make all the difference to me. The little changes, and the, if it's comedy or drama, what aspects of the characters are you are you focusing on? I find those kind of 
stories about businesses quite good metaphors for humanity in general um it's about survival it's about ego and there's just lots of if you if you can focus on the right things i think it's some of the best movie making for me mm-hmm. um that, that there is out there and i think blackberry just hits so many funny and poignant points for me well it was like super interesting but it, it fucking made me laugh it made me yeah die. <laughs> how i'm bashing the phone um, the long shots when it's zooming in, and it it was super, it felt quite experimental as well. It felt yeah. like a documentary, and it just felt raw and funny, and I loved it. I can't. And had a splash of Michael Ironside as well to boot. And on top of that, you can give me a <laughs> shot of Ironside yeah. straight in the ass, um, like that a bit like that Alien movie he was in that we spoke about in Alien Six. Blackberry, I loved it. I, I, I can't fucking wait to watch Blackberry again. Okay. And you can't get it yet over here. Well, it's soon, hopefully. Yeah, soon. Soon. So you got my top five now. Um, well, you know my number one then, because it's the only one we haven't talked about. Okay. It's, well, it has to be when <laughs> evil lurks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what's happening. Like, Are you questioning everything? Do you even know me? I don't. <laughs> Maybe we don't know each other as well as we thought. I know you. You do. You got mine. Well, we'll, we'll Has this out. made you uncomfortable? No, it's just I'm a bit thrown because I was reasonably happy. I was like, we've, we've, we'll get to our guesses, but with what I guess for you, I thought I'm sixty percent there, definitely, one hundred percent. But no, I guess not. So when evil looks, it's your number one. It is, and it's my number three. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that then. So. Director Demian Rugner, mm-hmm. pronunciation, apologies, oh, screwed it up. I, I'm not going to attempt to better that. But we, you showed me two of his films this year. There was this one. and um, Terrified. Terrified. We watched, I believe we watched Terrified first, right? On we Shutter? did, yeah. Terrified is one of the few films in recent memory that actually spooked me. Mm. So I was so, so excited for When Evil Lurks. And obviously there was... A lot of buzz around it online. People were saying, best horror film of the year. And I'm always kind of like, eh, yeah, but is it? I will reserve judgment. Um, turns out, very much so, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do we talk about this without spoiling it? It's it's sort of um, best described as a possession movie. Yeah, it's, it's hard to categorize it. Yes. Because it... it if you have to, I agree, that is the best place to put it. Yeah. But it puts a whole new spin on it, um, which is probably one of the things that makes it stand out from a yeah. lot of movies we've seen of recent, of recent years. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I consider myself, like I'm a pretty sort of hardened horror fan at this yeah. point. So I consider myself quite hard to shock. And there were moments in this that did sort of leave my jaw on the floor a little bit. There was, there was parts in it that just, I don't know, made me want to like scratch my brain. Yeah. There were yeah. a couple of moments where I was just like, <gasps> okay, yeah. they went there. <laughs> and it was so, so good and so unexpected and dark as fuck. Yeah. And nobody was safe. And I think that's kind of what I love most about it because... In horror films, there's like an unspoken rule that, you know, certain groups of people shouldn't be harmed and they're they're sort of off the menu. (laughs) 
so to speak. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> You've seen it, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Whereas in this, all bets were off. Yeah. And there weren't too many exposition dumps, which kind of can ruin a lot of horror films. And I think it sort of stands out head and shoulders above most other films that I've seen this year because of the fact that it's really hard to do this in any sort of fresh way. Mm. And I say this because it came out in the same year as the new Exorcist film, obviously the David Gordon Green Reimagining didn't make our list. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> not our best of anyway. No, exactly. But coming away from that, I wanted to be more forgiving of it because I I thought, well, how can you do possession in a fresh way? Yeah. How can you make it subversive? How can you make it transgressive anymore? When the original Exorcist had people puking in the cinema and leaving, how can you better that? How can you one up it anymore? Turns out, when evil lurks, is how you fucking do it. Yeah. And I can't wait to watch it again. It's I, a sort of horror film that I immediately would recommend to any of my friends who are even vaguely into horror films. I would maybe be more careful who I would recommend this to. <laughs> there may be some people that I'd be like, hmm, that's not for you. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be like, mom, you should watch this. <laughs> um, no, I'd recommend it to my mum. I think... It, do you know what? I would fucking love to have seen this at the cinema. This Same. movie. This would have been an experience. Yeah. Um, maybe if I had seen it at cinema, maybe it would have even been higher on my list. Do you think? Maybe. Because it's, I mean. I, I feel like it would have been a good kind of communal experience with a good crowd. Yeah, right. I just feel like we all would have come out and just looked yeah. at each other and been like. <laughs> Dazed. Oh. <laughs> Stiff drink, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone else got a boner? <laughs> 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 no just me okay <laughs> um yeah super creative did something completely different with that possession genre we watched terrified first and mm -hmm. i really enjoyed that that was something yeah, different definitely so by the time it came round for us to, uh, to watch sit down and watch this i don't know because i was only just familiar recently with terrified I don't think I had enough time for expectations to build up as well. Yeah. So that was nice. And I just, when it first started, I, it was like the first five, ten minutes. I was thinking, this seems strange. What's going on? No spoilers. No spoilers. Mm -hmm. um, but then as it maybe got to 15, 20 minutes, I was in. And then about the 25 minute mark, something happens. And I was just, <laughs> Sarah, go and get a popcorn. Yeah. And it just was, from that point, relentless, did not stop, mm -hmm. surprising all the way, super dark and nihilistic and brutal, and it's just exactly what I want from a horror movie. Yes. Um, I, I am going to say one thing, mm. one tiny little asterisk against this film, and that is, um, as somebody who is autistic, I feel like the director maybe misunderstands autism. <laughs> Um, with regard to one particular character, but it's a minor gripe in an otherwise what I think is excellent horror movie. Okay. And I think to me cements the fact that non-English speaking countries are making the best horror movies. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with yeah. that statement. Yeah. So get used to subtitles, guys. That's it. That's that's it. So that's our separate top fives. We that, did it. We did that part. We did that part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> That was a lot. I know. We've been recording for ages, you know. Um, so, right. So 
we guessed each other's top fives. We did. We tried. Um, as we said at the top of the show, we wrote them down, we folded them into pieces of paper and swapped. So you, I've now got your top five and you've got my top five. So, okay, so you're opening first. <laughs> right. So what, what we got on there? What, what do you reckon on my guesses for you? And I could not believe. Ooh. I was so surprised. Okay. Suspense. What was at number five? So you put number five, Godzilla minus one. Yeah. So I was right. That was you on the right. list. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that would only just make your top five. Yeah. It did. That's what I said. It squeaked in there. Yeah. But I mean, like, it could have been your six is what I was thinking. Right. Okay. Saltburn, I wasn't expecting. Okay. I I sort of thought about it, but mm-hmm. immediately disregarded it because I thought, you liked that a lot, but I don't think it's quite top five material. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'd got Godzilla for you at number five. So that's that's fine. It's there. I didn't even number yours. I don't think so. Oh, did you? No. <laughs> All right. what's, what's so I'm f- gonna I'm gonna chalk this up to a win. You got one right. Right. Go on. What's so uh, the next one, you put talk to me. Yeah. And then a little dash that says how to blow up a pipeline. Yeah. Which is two guesses, which bro- <laughs> it breaks your own rules. <laughs> Firstly. No, my guess was talk to me, <laughs> but I was just letting you know that I was considering how to blow up a pipeline. Talk to me. Talk to me. Wooden ladders, talk to me. I was amazed that this was not in your top five. Talk to me and how to blow up a pipeline were in my top ten. They yeah. were in my considerations. I know that you liked them a lot. And I mm-hmm. know that you rated them four stars. <gasps> did you look on letterbox? Did you cheat? That's not how is that cheat? Oh. We did not say that we can't look on letterbox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could I take a picture of you? <laughs> oh my god, you're very annoyed by that, aren't you? Oh, you don't need to take a picture of me. Just post a picture of Edvard Monk's The Scream. <laughs> That's what I look like right now. Oh my god. Yeah. Rude. Um, you were close. You were close. Both of those definitely were in my considerations. Yeah. And. I don't know. If it weren't for the last couple of months, both of them might have made it. Yeah, that's fair. To be honest, there were some very late contenders. So number three, you got past lives. Yeah. And what was that? That was your four. Yeah. So yeah, close. Okay. So that's yeah. two so far. Um, When Evil Lurks. Yep. Three. <laughs> three out of four. Um, Number one, you thought was going to be Barbie. You fucking saw it four times. <laughs> You saw it yeah, four I times. It. I loved it. But I thought about it long and hard. I told you, agonized. I'm going to keep repeating that. I agonized over this. I didn't exclude it to try and trip you up. It was so close to being in my top five. So close. I feel like, do you know what? Maybe if I hadn't seen it four times, it might have made my top five. Mm, interesting. I think because I've seen it four times you, in the last six months, which is insane. Are you done with it for a while? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm just getting started. <laughs> I've only seen it twice. Yeah. I think it's excellent. It's so funny. Yeah. It's, of course. It's just unlike anything else I've seen in recent memory. Mm. And it far exceeded my expectations. Far exceeded. I, I had it at your number one. You did. I was very confident in that. <laughs> very confident. Yeah. I thought you've seen it. You went to see it. You went to see it three, three times at the cinema, or four times at cinema. Three times at the three, cinema. Once you, at home. Yeah. So you, you've seen. <laughs> I, I just thought. 
I don't know. If I'd seen a movie four times in one year, <laughs> the year it came out, yeah, it'd be my number one. No, no question. Um, well, goes to show. And also, like, <laughs> I thought maybe you'd use it as a chance to promote your anchor earrings, maybe well, from uh, Sugar and Vice. So that's one of the reasons that but I just, went to see it as quickly as I did because it, I had a personal connection. Yeah. Um, and my work was in the film, so yeah. I was very keen to see it on that basis. And. I, did, I just didn't expect to think very much of it, if I'm being honest. Mm. I like Greta Gerwig. I like a lot of the people that were involved in the film, but I didn't expect it to blow me away. Yeah. And I came out very surprised. It was definitely one of my favourites of the year. But when I sat down and I weighed everything up, I don't know, maybe maybe it was number six, but it didn't crack my top five. I'm so sorry. Do you know what? It was in my top five for the longest time. Was it? It was b- between Theatre Camp and Barbie. Yeah, And honestly, I might put Barbie at five. But the reason I didn't is because I was certain really? you were going to have it in your list. But yeah, it would have been my it would have been my five. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, it has that rewatchability for me. Yeah. I, I've seen it twice. Oh, yeah. Four ta- like I say, four times in six months and it wasn't a chore once. Yeah. And, and that is huge for me. Like yeah. All of the movies, with the exception of Dumb Money, which I need to see again, mm-hmm. I definitely would watch multiple times. Blackberry, there's so much I want to dig into with that movie. Um, when Evil Lurks, yeah. And Barbie, we watched it, I watched it for the second time and, and I remember thinking, yeah, I could probably watch this again. Mm-hmm. Like even if you just put it on in the background and you're sort of in and out, oh, there's Gosling talking about horses. <laughs> really super fun, great movie. I'm so shocked that it wasn't in there. Yeah. And it wouldn't wouldn't it have been hilarious if it was actually my number five and not in your and not in your top five at all. I, I guess that just shows um your integrity. Is, is like you, you didn't even want to promote your own products in this show <laughs> take that opportunity no i mean yeah. we talked about it anyway so <laughs> <laughs> the best of both worlds yeah. you get to pretend like you've got some integrity and uh <laughs> talk about it anyway but again much like um much like the last one it, if it hadn't been for the last couple of months and some strong contenders coming in at the last moment yeah it would have made my top five absolutely i, I feel like when we saw Barbie. It was straight in at my number one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Halfway through the year, yeah, no question. And then a few movies. Uh, everything else came out after that. Yeah, my top five. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay, should we look at what you guessed for me? Go on. I can't even remember what I put now. I know. I that's what I was struggling with earlier. I switched one out. Oh, interesting. Okay, so <laughs> you've written down five in no particular order. Uh, Gran Turismo. Yep. Yeah. I knew it. You knew it. Yeah. Rewatch. I'm going to rewatch the fuck out of that movie. <laughs> On your own. On my own. <laughs> masturbating in my bedroom. Um, <laughs> when Evil Lurks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I figured. Also, I like to try and mix up the genres if I can. But yeah. Well, I, it was, I just fucking love that movie. Four and a half stars out of five. So it had to be in there. Well, we were both so blown away. I was yeah. on the fence for a little bit, but yeah. then I thought, no, I, I imagine it's probably in your list. They cloned Tyrone. Interesting. That was, it was, I, in my like five, six, and seven, mm-hmm. I was kind of Barbie, Theatre Camp, Creed 3. Oh, which, I thought about that. And then yeah. I was like, no, but he didn't like rave about it or anything. So, and, and then they cloned Tyrone. They, they were the ones, and House Will Up right. a Pipeline. They were yeah. like the four star movies that were in contention of the, right. the, the five and the five to 10 marks, say. Okay. So, yeah, good guess. Dumb Money. Yes, Blackberry, yes. So you got four. So what you're saying is I know you better than you know me. 
<laughs> yes. Um, and now you win uh, nothing. <laughs> a jet ski. <laughs> Where's my jet ski? It's going to be delivered next week. Uh, you just need to send me your credit card details <laughs> and your address I and your mother's I don't name. want a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Have you ever been a jet ski? No. It's so much fun. Can I've you... had no desire to. Right. Can you can you pass me a beer, please? Where are the beers? If you just look at look beyond the uh, beyond the beanbag, <laughs> beyond the pines of the beanbag, the mountainous range the of the Moretti. beyond the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need another beer for this. Oh, this is going to be all shocking up now. <laughs> all shooken. All shooken. Right, so. I hope you're leaving all this in. This is all staying. I'm not editing this at all. An hour. We're an hour. Oh my God, quick. Right, so what have we got to do next? We've got to do our combined top. I don't know how this is going to work. <sighs> we're going to find out, aren't we? Right, let's make some space. I think we're just going to have to like rock, paper, scissors this. That's a good idea, actually. Rock, paper, scissors. That might make it a bit simpler. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's do it. Let's let's try this. So, top. Uh, so your five. Remind me. Uh, five was theatre camp. Mine's Saltburn. Are we doing theatre camp versus Saltburn? I would say right. What have we both got the same? When evil lurks. Uh, that's locked in then. Yeah. Right. That's so- it. <laughs> I'm going to put two little hashes next to when evil lurks. Now the question is, where do we put that? Number one. It's got to be number one, hasn't it? Yeah. If we if it's the only crossover, it has to be. Right. Okay. So there we go. We're off to a start now. In the first place, we've got when evil lurks. Cooking with propane. Is that what people say? I don't know. I've never heard some of sort of phrase. <laughs> Cooking with gas. <laughs> that is a gas, I guess. Yeah. Propane. Propane is a type of gas. Now I'm thinking about Hank Hill. Uh, the um, Mike Judge guy. Now I'm thinking about Bobby Hill. That's my purse. You don't know me. What's number four? No, we haven't done five. Oh, God. No, we've only done one. <sighs> right, so my <laughs> right, so no, my number five is Theatre Camp, but really Barbie. No, you can't. You can't. Okay. It's Theatre Camp. Don't, you can't retcon now. You can't call me that. Um, <laughs> God, we've got no crossover, have we? <laughs> How are we going to do this? Not even like thematically. This is going right. to be so hard. Let's do this a different way, though. Let's let's go from one onwards. So my number one was Blackberry. Your yep. number one was When Evil Lurks. We've already got that locked in. Bottoms. Let's say Bottoms versus Blackberry for number two. What do you reckon? Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Blackberry. <laughs> then I guess we're at an impasse. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, then I guess. Are we doing it on three <laughs> or after three? On three. <laughs> right, ready? Wait. One, two, three. Oh, oh no! draw two We're scissors. Scissoring each other. <laughs> That's on our OnlyFans page. <laughs> right. One, two, three. <laughs> With scissors again. This is going to end in a stalemate situation. Okay. What, last time? Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> you bastard. You went for I the know how stubborn you are. You know that I would go for scissors. <laughs> I right. know you won't back down. Sarah, rock beats scissors. Bottoms. Right, so bottoms is number two then. <laughs> so Blackbridge number three then, is it? No, that's not <laughs> how this works. Oh, this is not fair. <laughs> right, so 
okay so, so all right so what we're going to do then is we're both going to pick what we want in third spot <laughs> okay. i want um blackberry blackberry yeah obviously <laughs> what, what do you want well my number three was godzilla minus one okay so, so blackberry versus godzilla minus one rock paper scissors Godzilla definitely stamps on all of the Blackberries oh, and no, kills it, them. <laughs> I would say if you've got a Godzilla, you need a Blackberry so you can email someone, email your boss and tell them you're going to be late for work. Oh, it'd take you fucking half an hour on that tiny little keyboard. Yeah, pro- true. It probably freezes. That puny technology is no match for the giant kaiju. <laughs> yeah. What if you get a Godzilla-sized Blackberry and, <laughs> and the Godzilla's like texting the mate? What's the mate called? Mothra? Are they mates or are they enemies? I don't think they're friends. Is Godzilla a goodie or a baddie? I I ha- often have this question. I think he's just misunderstood. Yeah. And when they try and defeat him, it makes me sad. I, I Yeah, I'm never quite sure on that either. Okay, so for the number three spot, it's for me, Blackberry, for you, Godzilla. Yeah. Should we do rock, paper, scissors again? Yeah, on three. God. Well, we could do a coin toss or toss the monkey. We haven't got a monkey, quick. Toss the monkey. <laughs> Ready? Yes. One, two, three. I oh, cut you your paper face. with my scissors. Right, all right, Blackberry is. Right, number three is Blackberry. <laughs> What's in fourth place? Well, that's what we've got to decide. Um, so I'm going to pick what I want in four. Um, I would like, uh, yeah, well, dumb money, obviously. You want dumb money in four? Um, yes, I do. What do you want in four? Oh, God, I'm still going to go with Godzilla. Okay. I <laughs> that's so profound. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Share more of these thoughts with me. <laughs> I was just thinking, should we try and conversation this out, or should we just rock paper scissors or toss Let's the monkey? Just... <laughs> you can toss off the monkey. <laughs> I'm going to do. Listen, I didn't say anything. Rochambeau. About You're going to what? Ham Ro- shandy. Rochambeau. <laughs> That's what, rock, paper, scissors, Rochambeau. All right. Okay. So for number four then. Yeah. Dumb money versus. Godzilla. Right. After three. Yeah. On three. On three. One, two, three. You. Scissors. Twat. (laughs) (laughs) You are altogether too pleased with yourself. Because I know that you know that I'm stubborn, but I don't. I don't know if you understand just how far I'll go. With I do. The situation. I do understand. I'll scissor you every time. <laughs> okay, so now combined number five. Then, um, what do you want for number five? Gran Turismo. Saltburn. Gran Turismo. Archie Medecki versus Archie Medecki. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. For number, five, are we going to do the same thing again? Yeah, we're okay. going to have to. How else? Because we're both stubborn. Okay. I'm not going to back down, are you? No. No. Right. On three? Yeah. Right, let's go. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you scissors beats paper. Sarah wins. Saltburn. Saltburn in number five. That's a weird list. That's a strange top five. Isn't it? It is a strange top five. Remind us. In five, we have... In number five, we have Saltburn. Oh, I was taking a swig of my drink. Should I have been saying I thought you were going to do numbers still. Oh, no. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Dumb money. In three. Three, 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 three. Blackberry. And two. Coming in number two. Bottoms. Bottoms. And number one. 
When Evil Lurks. When Evil Lurks. I think When Evil Lurks had to be our combined number one, considering yeah. we've both had it in our list. We've got very different taste in films. How has this worked as long as it has? I thought... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was way off with your guesses. Very different top fives. Um, you pretty much... You got 80% of the ones that I had in my top five, so you know me better than I know you, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, weird combined list as well. When Evil <laughs> Lurks, Bottoms, Blackberry, Dunmoney, Saltburn. Very strange list. It's a definite, but it's but I will say it's definitely a combination of our list. You've One got of these your... things is not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good combination. I feel like it's definitely a good combined list because I yeah. think it says, says things about both of us, um, which is what the point is, I guess. It's our official shoot a hostage top five. Um, that was fun, wasn't it? It was something. Yeah. <laughs> We put the question out to our mates on social media, didn't we? What are your top fives, friends? We sure did. What have you got for us? Who who replied, firstly, and what did they say? So, we're going to put links to these guys in the show notes. Yep. So, if you fancy giving them a look, which you absolutely should. Absolutely. Then go scroll somewhere and do a clicky click. Follow the links in the descriptions. Yes. So, the podcast nobody asked for. Mm. Their top five is five, Evil Dead Rise, mm -hmm. four, John Wick 4, mm -hmm. three, Barbie, mm -hmm. number two, Past Lives, good choice, and number one, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Yeah. I good wonder list. I wonder if that's going to come up more. We'll see, won't we? Yeah. Um, they also said honorable mentions to the conference and quiz lady. Not heard of that. What's that? I'm not sure about com the conference. I haven't heard of that oh, one. I thought it was one film, the right. conference and the quiz lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because now, when you break them in two, I have heard of the quiz lady. Quiz lady, yeah. yeah. I it's on my want to watch, yeah. but um, I think it's only on Disney Plus over here at the moment. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm quite. I think I saw that last night, or I found out about it last night on Letterboxd. I'm quite right. keen to watch that too. That looks like a, a bit of fun. Yeah. A bit of Christmas fun. Um. So. Moving swiftly on to our pals at Raiders of the Podcast. Raiders! Which, again, go check out these guys. Really fun show. Mm. So, um, <laughs> their, their list is a bit cheaty, I will say. How so? Um, in no particular order. They haven't numbered them. So we've got Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, no, Across the Spider-Verse. Mm. I keep getting that wrong. Easy mistake to make. Yes. Um, Shark Exploitation. Okay. Which I haven't seen. Is that a documentary? I don't know. I, I... think it's a documentary about like shark movies because there are so many of them now. Oh, okay. And and what like the fear that they've instilled in people? Um, or just shark movies in general? I think like, just there, shark there movies in general. This... I don't think it's like people have like phobias of the beach now. They do. <laughs> they no, do. I know. Since Jaws. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, but it's more of like this is a shark movie called Deep Blue Sea where Samuel Jackson gets eaten and you're not expecting it. This is a movie Spoilers. called Deep Blue Sea too. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Jackson is not in this. This is a movie called The Meg, which is fucking terrible. Stop it. So <laughs> I I they're, will watch that. Their number three is an absolute cheat, but I will allow it because I'm nice. Um, Barbenheimer. Mm, two <laughs> movies that really isn't it. Joint Barbie and Oppenheimer. Mm, okay. Um. Both really good movies. Uh, yeah. I didn't care much for Oppenheimer, which I, I know I realise like we are absolutely in the minority here. 
it was just a bit dry for me. Same. It was a bit, same. It was a, yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Exquisitely made, but not for me. Yeah. I didn't have a really good experience watching it. I just c- kind of couldn't wait for it to end. Yeah. And I hate that about myself. I feel like I'm an idiot or something. Yeah. <laughs> but um, We're very uncultured, Dan. Yeah. But, but, but Barbie, I loved it. Um, and then they've got Rye Lane, yeah. which we saw, and I very much enjoyed that one. Early one. That was earlier on in a year. Yeah. Yep. Glad someone's and brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And Nimona mm. is the fifth. N- not familiar with that. I believe it's animated, but okay. again, not one that we managed to see. Um, again, they've got some honorable mentions, which are Renfield, Evil Dead Rise, uh, Latest Mission Impossible, and in- Indiana Jones, and also Suitable Flesh. Mm. Which I think is the new uh, Joe Lynch movie. Okay. So yeah, interesting list. I'm I'm happy that there's not a huge amount of crossover in yeah. any of the lists we've talked about. Yeah, it's it's nice to hear what other people are watching, enjoying. I I had a feeling that a few people would have Oppenheimer on their lists. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. Just wasn't quite for me or whatever. Um. Did so did they mention Mission Impossible? Did you say? Yes, that was yeah, an honourable mention. Was, I was kind of a bit disappointed by that one. Um. Because you were really hyped for oh, that, weren't so you? I so hyped. I love Fallout. It's one of yeah. my top, maybe top 10 action movies of all time. I love it. I really, I really enjoyed it. Like the car chase stuff was super well done, I thought. I thought it was, it was, it was well done. Um, Maybe again, I need to just maybe watch that on a Saturday night with some yeah. popcorn and a few beers. Just okay. no, no pressure. But I was a bit disappointed with the Pom Clementine character not being yeah. in it much, but she's going to be in the next one, clearly. And then obviously, no spoilers, but. Um, not enough Rebecca for us. Yes. More Rebecca, please. Agreed. I do love Rebecca Ferguson. Um, moving on, we've got Chris from Just the Thing, oh, which yeah. you guessed it on. Yes. So if you yeah. haven't listened to that, um, what, year, what did we, you cover? We, Dark we, Blue? We spoke about Dark Blue. Yeah. yeah. Kurt Russell movie. Um, that was a really enjoyable experience. Loved appearing on their show. Yeah. It was a good listen as yeah. well. So head over there and listen to that. Um, so Chris's list. Um, so he agonized a little bit because he Mm. wanted to add, well, he talked about Pearl and Talk to Me because they were both made in 2022, but I think as long as they didn't get a release until this year, UK release anyway, then they still count. That's fine. They came out this year. So yeah, I would count those definitely. So, um, yeah. So he's kind of stuck between Pearl, Talk to Me and Evil Dead Rise at number five. Um, and the rest of the four are Barbie, again. Yeah. I'm very glad that Barbie's getting a lot of love, it's especially be, since she got booted from my top five. I think, I think honestly, Barbie is going to be on most people's top five. Good, and rightly good. so. Yeah. He's also got the Marvels. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Near the Costa. Unexpected. Yeah. Um, Fast X. <laughs> okay. Which I disagree with, but I have to say, I think one of my favourite performances of the year is definitely jason momoa in fast x he yeah. stole the heck out of that momoa movie. and the man bun yeah <laughs> he honestly he's the only reason to watch that movie for me i yeah. just thought it was fucking terrible he was great though um and lastly infinity pool which mm. again was in my top 10 that was in my considerations that was hovering around my top 10 yeah definitely. was it yeah okay i've got a top 20 actually but uh oh my god yeah that's definitely in there Right, so Jamie, my friend Jamie at Final Transmission. Oh, Final Transmission sent sent in, did they? What did they say? Um, oh, or is this just Jamie? This is just Jamie. Okay, so N- nothing from Sam. Um, so we're gonna, he's representing the both of them. So we're gonna basically, if it's if Sam 
doesn't like what Jamie says, then it's Jamie's fault. Yes. Okay. A hundred percent. Also, it's not a top five. It's a top nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in order, I assume. Um, no, no order. In no particular <laughs> I'm order. I'm just going to say nine movies at you. So his message was, no order, I refuse to whittle. <laughs> so his movies are Super Mario, which is, as I've heard it is kind of controversial. The, the, the Chris Pratt one. I assume so. Well, no. not the Bob Hoskins one. <laughs> it didn't come out this year. No, no. it didn't. <laughs> um, okay, I haven't seen it. I I must admit, got zero interest in watching it. Same. Um, I've heard a few people say it was really good on first watch, but didn't hold up to a second. Okay, but honestly, if he's if he's saying that it's yeah. worth watching, I definitely am curious. I'll give it a punt for sure. Um, he's got Renfield. Yeah, really fun, really fun movie. Yeah. Dream scenario, another one that I enjoyed, but not as much as I thought I would. Mm. Uh, they cloned Tyrone, mm. so we did get it on a list yep. at least. Um, Guardians three. Didn't make my list, but I did enjoy it, and I'm quite keen to see that again. Actually, mm. I'm I'm pretty done with the the MCU for now, but yeah. Guardians was a was a good one. It's been a while since an MCU has been in my it been in my top five. Yeah. Actually, not that long because it was probably Spider Man Far From Home. Not far, <laughs> so like a year. Is it Far From Home the third one? Where no way home. No way home. That one. Yeah. yeah. Whenever that came out. Um, Bo is afraid. Oh, we haven't seen that yet. No, that's one of the few that we really wanted to get to but couldn't yeah i'm gonna when once we're done with this i'm gonna list the ones that we haven't seen okay uh please don't destroy mm. which isn't out over here yet but he did watch while he was in the states okay that's on my one to watch um pearl again and dungeons and dragons dungeons and dragons which was yeah. super fun that's the first time that's come up it is yeah um, it was yeah. a lot more fun than i thought it was going to be it was it was fun yeah it was certainly fun i had a good time watching that i'd be happy to sit down and put that on again same, in the background same it's like, an easy watch over christmas we're doing the old trivia thing with a, yeah. a few drinks and put that on in the background and just laugh at chris pine dancing and playing the lute <laughs> lute? Sure. the lute is it called the lute uh go yeah all right was it called the lube the, the it's not thing. called the lube <laughs> <laughs> right so okay yeah so thank you very much for sending in your top fives everybody we really appreciate it and go and listen to those podcasts we're going to have all the links in the description yes have a look give them a click give them a listen highly recommend those guys um how about some films that we haven't got around to watching this year hit me yeah we've seen quite a lot We've tried we've, to be as comprehensive as we could. Yeah, we, we, we've got our cinema passes, so we, we're we very stubborn because we pay X amount of money for that. So we want to see as many po movies as possible to get that individual ticket price down as much <laughs> as possible. And also it's not handy for the podcast. But also there are certain films where even free is not good enough. Uh, Wonka, I'm looking uh, at you. Wonka, yeah, which <laughs> I, I thought was going to be in Jamie's top five, to be honest. <laughs> Just Wonka five times. Yeah, one to five. Um, yeah, so uh, Wonka, obviously, we're never going to go and watch Wonka, are we? I have Whether... absolutely no desire to watch that film. Nah. I like, I've heard good things about it, frustratingly, but I cannot imagine whose idea it was. Who went, you know this really weird dude, this really mysterious guy, how about we re remove all of that mystique and give him a backstory? How about mm. that? Why? Yeah. No. Yeah, it, I, I understand what you're saying. My biggest issue or the main reason why I didn't want to watch that movie is because 
uh, Hugh Grant is a Oompa Loompa. And uh, it's a musical too, right? Oh, God, is it? It's a, Yeah, it's a musical. Obviously, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, when I was a kid, I, I probably liked it quite a bit, I would say. It's a good movie. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would go that far. It, it, maybe <laughs> it's been, um, well, it's been at least 30 years since I've seen it, I would say. Um, I can't imagine I would get much out of it now, but I don't know if it's a good movie. All I know is that the Wonka trailer gave me Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland vibes. Yeah. Um, and I just have no desire to watch it. But people enjoy it and that's great. And um, But we never got to see it. So let's carry on listing all the movies that we haven't seen this year and why. Um, I've had a real issue with runtimes this year. And Martin Scorsese releases a movie and you think, I'm going to go and watch that. And then they tell oh, you how God, long it is. Yeah. It's three and a half hours. And I was quite keen to watch Killers of Flower Moon. As we touched on earlier, uh, saw the trailer quite a few times. I'm cinema. too arthritic for that. I would seize up yeah, during I'm, the running time of that film. I would need at least three beers, at least four toilet breaks. Um, I'd need three beers and some WD-40 yeah. to get moving again at WD-40 the end. WD-40 in your popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's too long. Too long. Yeah. Uh, just too long to sit in a cinema. and it's, it's Or give us an interval. An interval would be great. You know, I really enjoy that, actually. If they're, if you're going to do a long film, let's make an event out of it. Let's go on a 7 p.m. on a Saturday night. Let's do two hours till 9 p.m. And then let's have 20 Half minutes. Time. Go to the bathroom, get some popcorn, have a drink at the bar. And then settle into the second half. If you sort of go in with that mindset, I can get on board with it. Yeah. But it's look, for me, it's not even an attention span thing. I'll quite happily watch three and a half hours of anything, as long as I can move about. And in the cinema, that's not possible. No. It's too much of an undertaking. You can obviously go to the bathroom and that's fine. But then you miss bits. But you miss bits. You miss parts. And it's not really very good for for watching a movie, particularly if we're going to watch them in in mind of uh, reviewing them on our our Patreon. So we can't just like pool off for 15 minutes and come back. (laughs) No, no. And but even to the point where that's now on Curzon Home Cinema and last night we were thinking, okay, what? what should we watch before we do our end of year show? And we thought, well, we could watch two movies or we could watch Killers of the Power <laughs> yeah. Moon. Um, we could so watch we, three 90-minute movies yeah, in that time. Yeah. So it's it's kind of... I'm keen to watch it, but... Yeah. I, I, look, I think we'll... I think we'll, I'm, I might say, shall we watch it over Christmas, I think. It's one of those that I'm convinced is going to be excellent. Yeah. But it's too intimidating and we haven't got to it yet. Yeah, and, and who knows? Maybe it would make my top five. Maybe had I seen it, but uh, we will never know. Um, not out yet, but Ooh. could be in my top five. Ferrari. Uh, yeah. So obviously not out yet. So that's why we haven't seen it. Right, but we will. We'll rectify that oh, very shortly. I'm believe sure. Believe you me, it's coming out on Boxing Day. Michael Mann and Cars. And it's Ferrari, got your name yeah. all over it. Adam Driver. And a Driver. He's <laughs> name is Driver. <laughs> um, yeah, can't wait to watch that. I'm super, super excited for that. We haven't seen Bo is Afraid. No, I really wanted to, but yeah. it wasn't at the cinema for very long and hasn't been on streaming anywhere yet. So. I feel like that was a period when there was a lot yeah, there, there must have been a reason we didn't get to it. And I think maybe there, we thought, oh, we'll go and see this. And then we'll see that. And then it wasn't showing. And we thought, oh, that will be on streaming soon. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It never, it hasn't shown up as of yet. Um, we've not seen Aquaman 2 yet. 
<laughs> Mr. Aquaman. No. And, um, of the sea. I, I'm quite confident that that's not going to make it either of our top fives. <laughs> it might make the bottom one. It, it might make the bottom one. <laughs> um, maybe gain a few points for having a topless yaya in it, maybe. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen Napoleon yet, have we? We haven't seen that American playing a Frenchman. Do you know what? Considering how much I love Joaquin Phoenix, mm. I appear to have had a very good year at dodging his films somehow. Yeah, he's a he's he's a great actor. He's one of my favourites. Um, but he's chosen some projects that have been a bit um, I don't know, not impenetrable, but that require more thought than I'm willing to give. Also, Napoleon, I've heard some very divisive things about. I thought the trailer looked terrible. Yeah. And I've heard terrible things about it. So it's just one of those, again, two hours and 37 minutes, I think it is. Yeah. Why the fuck am I going to sit down and watch a movie that's not very good for two hours, 37 minutes, apparently? Ridley Scott's a strange one. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm going to watch it eventually. I will give it a shot. Will you? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I might. <laughs> But there's there's loads of Ridley Scott movies I haven't seen. Okay. Um, for much the same reasons, actually, we haven't seen Poor Things because that that's been it's out not out yet. That's what I was saying. Okay. It's not, it's not out till January here, <laughs> but I believe it's come out in the states already. I'm desperate to see Is that. Your go. It's Yorgos Lanthimos, yeah. yes, or, or as I like to call him, Darkest Timeline, Wes Anderson. Yeah, he's, he's my <laughs> he's the he's the Wes Wes Anderson we deserve. Yeah. Um. Yeah, agreed. I, I'm I'm not super excited by the trailer, but he's one of those people now where if his name is attached, I'm gonna go and see it. I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, not for us, not out till January. So looking forward to that. Might make our 2024 list. Who knows? We've not seen that Zack Snyder movie, Red Rebel Moon, yet, have we? Oh, we were going to, and then we didn't. Do you know, yeah, <laughs> we sat down last night again. Shall we watch Killers of the Flower Moon, which is four days long? Shall we watch Rebel Moon, which is probably two and a half shit. hours long and probably <laughs> shit? I think I looked on Letterboxd and was like, oh, yeah, this is not getting great reviews. Why would I spend my time watching that yeah. movie? And we watched, um, May, we watched May, December, didn't we? Instead? Yes, Todd Haynes, yeah. which and was I, good, but strange. And I'll probably never watch it again because you. Very strange. But also, I'm glad that we watched that in place of yeah. Rebel Moon and <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon. Very different yeah. movie, I think. But For sure. But yeah, so we've we've skipped to Snyder this 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 year so far. Uh, Silent Night, the latest John Mo- Woo movie we've not seen yet. <laughs> the latest John Woovy. John Woovy, yeah. <laughs> um, our first episode was a John Woo movie. It was. But uh, not got um, great reviews. But it's again, it's a John Woo. I'm going to watch that movie, whatever happens. Mm-hmm. And that's is that a- Joel Kinnaman? Yes. Yeah. Um, Anatomy of a Fall, which I didn't get to see yet. Yeah, I want to see that. Haven't seen it. Um, it was showing during a day, and I thought, oh, I'll go while you're at work. And I just never got around to it. And then everyone started talking about it, saying it's really, really good. And I've regretted not going to see it. So I'm quite keen to watch that when we, we can. We will. We will. Hopefully, that'll be on Curzon Home Cinema soon. As soon as it goes on there, I would like to lock that in. Um, next goal wins comes out next week for us. Yep. Um, super keen to watch that anything Taika Waititi I'll give anything he makes a shot even though I didn't love uh, Thor Love and Thunder yeah but otherwise pretty good track record yeah I mean everything that he's done that is a Taika Waititi movie is good yeah Um, and 50 well Ragnarok is probably one of my favourite Marvels to be honest so agreed agreed but yeah Love and Thunder disappointing 
Uh, we never saw Maestro because it looks like exactly the sort of thing that I would avoid. It looks a fucking snore. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Look, that says way more about me than it does about the film. No, but it does look Yawn a snore, City. Right. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, the holdovers I've written mm, down. I would like to see that, but I don't think it's out over here yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, looks up my street. Yeah, we looked that up again last night. I'm quite keen to watch that. That looks interesting. We never got to see Chicken Run 2. Oh, no. How will we cope? I I can't possibly watch Chicken Run 2 without having seen Chicken Run, the first one. It blows my mind that you've not seen Chicken Run. How? Why? Because um, I sort of assume it's one of those films that everybody's seen. Uh, like, you know, like Nana's put it on at Christmas and everybody sort of has to watch it. When One of that, those. That came out when? Like early 2000s, was it? I went to see it at a cinema in Wales. So I want to say it was earlier than that. Okay. I want to say late 90s, but I could be wrong. Let's have a look. When did Chicken Run came out? I know Mel Gibson was not involved in the second one. Well, <laughs> Thank God. That's an automatic star, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Immediately superior. 2000, Chicken Run, original Chicken Run came out in 2000. So apparently I was 18 when I went to see that at the cinema, which is vaguely embarrassing. I was 16 and <laughs> probably drunk. Oh, well, good for you. Some things never change, do they? Right. Yeah, so that's the, the movies that we haven't seen yet. Got a feeling we're going to try and pile as many in as possible before the end of the year, like yep. we usually do. We've got a couple of days. Um, yeah, okay. Who is the actor, would you say, question for you, in 2023, mm -hmm. who is the actor that has been in the most terrible movies in the most terrible movies, mm -hmm. Jason Statham. Yeah. No hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even planned. Oh, I had no idea you were going to ask that. Oh, I, my God. I, I, oh. The bald menace himself. Just Shit. The bravado, the gall. Like, the expend Look, four balls. Do you know what? He's got a fucking good agent because he's getting paid for ostensibly nothing. He must be, like, loaded, obviously. He must just turn up on set. Recite his lines with absolutely no emotion. <laughs> Do a fucking kick and kick then go in home. The face, yeah. A rich man. Someone's like, kick this lid off this bottle. And he's like, whoosh. And he Done. does it. And they're like, yeah, there's Caught. a million. That was perfect. One million pounds for Jason Statham. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he goes swimming and he jumps off a diving board and does a dive and does a synchronized swim a bit. Yeah, expend four balls. Was he in Fast X? Fast X. Meg 2. Briefly Fast X, the Meg 2. It's, yeah. It's, he's not really, he's in it a little bit. He's our king of turds this year. He's our king of turds. He gets, <laughs> okay, new, brand new Shoot the Hostage Award. Who gets the king of turds award? Jason Statham. Congratulations. And it works though because he, he's, he has the king of turds award. But also he has lots of millions of pounds in the bank. Oh, he's so. not going to lose any sleep over our opinion. Don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> so let's shit on him. Because it, they were some terrible fucking movies. I hate The Expendables 4. We had a lot of fun talking about that and tearing it. And Just it not watching it. But it was terrible. And I was so... Um, I was disappointed because I was looking forward to it. Expendables well, 3 is rubbish. Eco Uace. We were so excited for Eco Uace finally being in an Expendables movie. I thought, oh, hopefully they'll do the right thing. Let's get Eco doing the stunt choreography. Let's get him doing as much as possible. Let's film this correctly. Let's not do quick cuts and shaky cam. Let's focus on the action. Because guess what? It's a fucking action movie. No, they, make... they just didn't have an action choreographer, apparently. Yeah. 
No, they just had a, a charred Stallone corpse. And that's the only thing they could afford. <laughs> With a beret on top. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then obviously the Meg 2, which some people enjoyed. Um, ben, ben Wheatley. Ben Wheatley. That's a curious ben I thought Wheatley. you were going to say Ben Wheatley enjoyed it. <laughs> I hope I'm sure enjoyed he enjoyed it. his paycheck. Yeah, I'm sure he did. And that's <laughs> the only reason he fucking made that movie. Fair play, man. Yeah. I, and people enjoyed it and said, you know, Ben Wheatley knows what he's making and it's a fun monster movie. I did not enjoy it. Or I don't find think it, it was fun, very fun. Yeah. But I'm glad that people did get something out of it. Yeah. Although it was fucking shit. <laughs> um, and Fast X. Yeah. We've spoken about that briefly already. Jason Momoa is the best thing in that movie. And the ending of that was just the most obnoxious thing. If you just like edited a version of Fast X that was like a really unhinged Jason Momoa acting reel, mm. I'd watch that. Yeah, me too. Devoid of context. Yeah. I think I would still quite enjoy that. I would say uh, let's extrapolate that uh, character and put it into any scenario. Yeah. <gasps> uh, and any franchise. Put him in the Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Make him the, the, <laughs> the best Expendable. Yeah. The first The expendable. least Expendable one. Therefore, the least Expendable. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was, yeah, I'd think about that. Um,. What else have we got in the worst of the year here? Oh, do you remember watching The Tank? Oh, yeah. That wasn't good. Did that come out this year? Yeah, I believe that so. That was a straight to Shudder, I yeah, believe. that wasn't very good, was it? But it Considering was... our number one of the year was a straight to Shudder. Yeah. There's varying degrees of quality on that platform. Yeah, true. I, but I, we watched the trailer and it got about halfway through. It looks right. And I was like, I don't want to watch anymore. Yeah. I want to watch this movie. We should looks, have watched to the end of the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> in hindsight. Rubbish. Not worth your time. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I've ever been so disappointed in a Michael Monroe movie than God is a Bullet. Oh, man, I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was early doors, I think, wasn't it? But a lot of people gave it positive reviews, and I think they saw a different version than we did, because there is a longer version. There was a lot cut out of our version, yes. right? Yes, yeah. The, whatever we saw was absolutely terrible. Mm. Um. And yeah, interesting cast, but what a weird film. A strange movie. It did feel like there were things missing, but then also in a weird way, it felt like there was unnecessary information. It sort of went, I remember one, there's one thing, no spoilers. It went from one scene to the next scene. And I was just thinking, well, wow. Yeah, this how did we get here? a completely different scenario. Yeah. What happened for <laughs> you to get from here to here? And it's not to say that you always need to know how a character travels to a location, but it was a certain situation you thought, it's probably quite important that yeah. we know <laughs> what happened after this. And and I think after we, we watched it and we did some research, it seems like there was some there's, really important stuff There's a different version, out. yeah, that a lot of people seem to think is much better. <sighs> yeah. But I'm never going to go back and, and watch any version again, so... But sometimes that phrase, you can't polish a turd, is, is so relevant. Yes. Um, what about... Well, we've spoken about The Exorcist, obviously. Um, bit of a disappointment. David Gordon Green loved the Halloween... The first Halloween reboot. Yeah, I was going to say the first movie, if not the others. Enjoyed the third one. Mm-hmm. Didn't like the second one. But, the second one exists. But I, I think he's an interesting filmmaker um, and was like perfectly willing to go in and uh, give it a chance. And it, was, it had stuff in it that was okay and kind of felt like it was going to do something. But ultimately it did shit the bed for me and... It did, and then there was some weird fan service that didn't really do it for me. And yeah, just how do you make like a a sort of stale Exorcist movie? Yeah. 
the the use of the tubular bells in the trailer and the movie is something you know when you're lying in bed one night and you remember a thing you did years ago and it yeah. embarrasses you and you're like oh yeah. no <laughs> I think about the tubular bells use in the trailer and and it does the same thing to me I just shut up I'm like no why did you do it oh, wow. makes me go icky um I think that's pretty much on the worst of the year I mean there there are others to mention I don't want to go too ham on shitting on movies but i am going to mention how shit shazam 2 was oh i didn't even think it was that shit i just thought it was pretty middle of the road didn't didn't like it very much i was i was disappointed because i was really looking forward to it the first first one one was good first one's fun david f sandberg super Mm. cool dude love his movies or he's got a very interesting brain and Mm -hmm. the interesting creative choices that he makes on movies and he seems super cool so it's very excited but that was a turd sandwich fire of a movie a turd sandwich fire yeah it was awful somebody made a turd sandwich and then lit it on fire yeah and it's called shazam too <laughs> helen mirren then... you're better than this <laughs> oh and then they had the fast and the furious joke in it that's yeah. in the trailer and it was all a bit wanky wasn't it it wasn't great but i didn't hate it as much as you did yeah no i didn't care for that um i think that 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 wraps us, doesn't it, for the it end of the does. year? It does, for the whole year. 2023, it's been an interesting year. Obviously, we launched our podcast this year with our first season and mm. continue to release reviews on Patreon and we've got our ongoing seasons that we're planning and releasing. We're sorting out the lineup for season five as we speak. Yeah, we're sorting it out. We've got 2024s locked in. We've, we're, yep. we're doing our folklore season while, when this airs. Or oh, We've nearly finished recording that, actually, mm-hmm. if you want to peek behind the curtain. And that runs until February. And then, as you say, we're pl- planning even the next season after that. So planning right the way into 2024. We're going to continue releasing our stuff. Talking shite. Talking shite about movies we love, mostly. Sometimes movies we don't <laughs> Not love. Not always. Um, <laughs> Obviously, I want to say thank you very, very much for listening. If Especially you've been, if you made it this far. Thank you. Yeah, there's been a lot of <laughs> drunken waffle in this episode. Yes. So thank you very much for listening to us on your Christmas break. And just if, you're, if you've been a listener since day one, thank you very much for tuning in to us since then. Um, we hope that you enjoyed the show. If this is the first episode you've ever listened to, I'm so sorry. Yes. But please stick around. It gets better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it really, isn't it? Yeah. All there is to say is we hope you've had a great Christmas, have a happy new year and continue listening to our folklore season. Which next episode is on Monday. It is. Mm-hmm.